That wasn't me. Hey, I'm recording. Is there? there, Thank you. I heard her. (laughs) She she tells me to. It's not like she goes. It's not like she goes. Brianna, I'm starting the recording. We'll catch that piece of shit finally. I think she does. (laughs) And then you two kiss awkwardly for like ten seconds. Well, you know, at least it'll be on video. Yeah. You'd love that, wouldn't you? I am the enemy. All right. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna just do our opening segment that we talked about, or do you wanna talk about how you tried to ruin our opening segment? I'm gonna try and ruin it. So I was googling around on the internet as me and Brianna were laying in our bed just enjoying our Sunday. Yeah. And I saw there was something about Top Gun Maverick, which we just saw, and I also saw just below it the article entitled (laughs) the 10 best A24 movies ranked according to IMDb. And I said, hey, babe, how about I read them off to us? And without missing a second, letting a moment (laughs) go by, she went, what's number one? Thus effectively ruining and invalidating the whole reason for the list. I like to skip straight to the end. We know what you like to do. Yeah, skip straight to the end. (laughs) Well. I'm in here. What's number one? We're going to start with number 10, as is the guess. And all we are going to ask of you is to say whether you have seen it or not. Number 10 is Uncut Gems. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say Hard Pass. Number nine is Eighth Grade. No. Oh, a movie that I look forward to hearing what your thoughts are. Okay. Okay. Number eight is The Lighthouse. Yes. Number seven is Come On, Come On. Yes. Oh, these are way down the road. Number six is The Farewell. No. Oh, you are going to cry so hard during that movie. Uh, of course. Like, we should probably go meet other relatives of mine for the first time just to keep up the bit of you seeing a really depressing no! movie. No, no. <laughs> That's how you make horrible first impressions. <laughs> Number five is Waves. Mm-mm. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Number four is The Florida Project. Yes. I have not seen that one. I can't believe that's that high up on the list, but okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess this is ranked off of IMDb, which I would say is probably not that trustworthy. Yeah. Number three is Ex Machina. Nope. Oh, that's going to be a fun conversation about why you think robots are bad. Oh, I hate robots. <laughs> Try not to sound so enthused about hating I know, robots. sorry. It's okay. I hit that number... tired wave. <laughs> wow, I, I am immediately going to say number one had better be pretty special because number two, in my opinion, invalidates this whole list. Oh, what's two? Room. Oh, hmm. yes, I've yeah. seen that. But I, again, I don't know why that's on that list. <laughs> And number one, because it's IMDb ranked, so it means whatever the percentage of stars out of 10 is, is everything, everywhere, all at once. That's a great one, though. Yeah, I'm okay with that being at yeah, number one for the moment, but, but also that know. also feels like recency bias. It's same. How much time has this elapsed? It doesn't tell me. Well, it had to have eaten up at least five minutes. So, but you know, we, don't get, we don't get more than 40 minutes on Zoom, so. Well, the, the list wasn't completely worthless. It ate up, it ate up like five minutes. Okay. So, you know, yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we can go into the music from there. Uh, that <laughs> list sucks. <laughs> so not the music. 
<laughs> no, I'll, I'll put, once again, oh. I'll put the music in later. When I say we'll go into the music, I'm not asking you to perform. I'm saying Got like, it. That, that's, that's almost telling future Ben and edit. Got it. Welcome, everyone, to B&B Presents A24-7, a podcast where two people who live together and love each other, you know, unless one of them is just trying to ruin the end of the list before it even starts, watch every A24 movie ever created in order. I'm, of course, one of your hosts, Ben, and joining me with always... I am you and you are me and we are all together. I'm Brianna. I didn't know what you were going to do for this one. I was, I got to tell you, yeah. I was uh, mildly impressed. Right Thank there. you. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll put it to you this way as uh, clinically as I can. It moved. I'll, yeah, I'll just it's a say little, that. Probably a little spooky. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Here we are on uh, Enemy. Enemy. Uh, good afternoon. Hey. I'm calling. Uh, um, no, I'm calling to speak Where to. Where are you calling from? I'm. So, I'm sorry. I, th- I think there's been a misunderstanding. I'm calling to speak to Daniel St. Clair. The. And see you called home. I, I'm sorry. I don't understand. What are you doing? <laughs> My name's not Anthony. You're not Anthony. No. Uh, I. I. I'm calling to speak to Daniel St. Clair, the actor. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's Anthony Clair's. Uh, name that he uses for um, for the movies for 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 his for his work. Right. <laughs> right. Well, Daniel isn't here right now. Maybe I can get him to call you back. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to bother you. What? What? Who is this? Hello? Who is this? Oh, he doesn't know me. No. Okay, I'm gonna call back later. Still a little mad, not gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask quickly who you're mad at? I think I'm mad at just the fact that I don't have a real ending. Like, I don't really know, but I'm not one of those people who like surprise endings. Like, I do, but I don't. Like, I I can, but I can't. (laughs) That's that's where I'm at. (laughs) You know, I don't know if I can believe that because you're a person who told me to open our Christmas presents an entire day early. So that's so true. I don't. Yeah. I. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As everyone always knows, we go through these accounts of these movies in three sections: the who, the what, and the why. And of course, we take the who and the what, and we combine them into one perfect segment called Brianna Hickey is going to read us some wiki. So why don't you take us through the A24 wiki of the movie Enemy. Okay. So a man attends an erotic show at an underground club, which culminates 
with a naked woman on the verge of crushing a live tarantula under her platform high heels. Adam Bell, a college history professor, lives a quiet, monotonous life in Toronto. He rents a film called Where There's a Will, There's a Way on the recommendation of a colleague and spots an actor who looks strikingly like himself briefly in in the film as a bellhop. Searching online, Adam identifies the actor as Anthony Clare, whose stage name is Daniel St. Clare. Adam rents the other two films in which Anthony has appeared and becomes obsessed with the man who appears to be his physical twin. Immediately afterwards, Adam searches some boxes in his own house and finds a photo of someone who looks like himself with a woman's hand over his shoulder. However, part of the photo is torn out, making the woman impossible to identify. So I guess we should talk about who this movie um, has in it as we go along, as we always do. The main guy or the main guys Mm -hmm. is played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And I'm going to say right now, I think Jake Gyllenhaal might be one of the five best actors on the planet. Oh, I I agree. A hundred percent. He's amazing. Is there anything he can't do? You know, I haven't really seen him in like a true comedy. Bubble Boy? Oh my god, I forgot about that movie. Like that's pretty old. I guess I guess you're right. I mean, he did pretty good in there. I mean, even though I don't like Bubble Boy, yeah. He is still good in Bubble Boy. Yeah, he is. Mhm. Yeah, I I really don't know if there's anything he can't do. And I'll say it, this is him somewhere during the run of what I like I like to call scumbag Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah. it's my favorite run cuz man, is Daniel St. Clair a scumbag? oh he's not great i'll tell you that i mean but adam bell isn't that great either honestly i don't know he seems better than daniel st Clair. i think adam bell is like quiet monotonous life has kind of ruined him a little bit making him a little bit like off and i think daniel st Clair is like bad boy uh, like beyond bad boy <laughs> Well, you've, you've got a theory on what they represent that I think we're going to get to. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end when we go through the whole thing so we don't give it away. Let me, let me ask you something. If you had to change your name to an yeah. acting name, you have to keep one part of your name. You either have to keep Brianna or Hickey. What is your new acting name? Ooh, I feel like Hickey is such a, a known last name. So I feel like I'd have to get rid of that to get like a more stage name. So mm-hmm. probably, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't pick that right now. That's too much. Don't you know okay. I'm indecisive? That's too many okay. things to think about. What you, would you, you change think, your name? Oh, I'd probably be Joe Kickass. Really? <laughs> you didn't keep Ben or Colton. I didn't, I didn't say that rule applied to me. I said it applied <gasps> to you. I mean, that's, no, honestly, I probably would go with something like Arthur Colton. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds classy. Sounds maybe like, like could, it sounds like i could be supporting actor like a best supporting actor yeah i don't know i can't think and of the one. supporting oscar for and the best supporting actor oscar goes to arthur colton for cry cry again <laughs> oh man all right so he becomes obsessed with him and we we know that it's the same person because we're you know but is it the same person wait or a not? minute wait a minute we didn't even talk about it we see Daniel St. Clair at the beginning of this movie go to this weird fuck club That's, where some yeah. woman is going to step on a Fucking, spider. They got crushing fetishes like nobody's business, let me tell you. There are three times in the last week, two weeks, 
where you have turned away in disgust from something, this was one of them. I, the ne- it's the not even one. the fetish part. It's the act of the fetish. Like, it's just gross. Some of it is just gross to me, and I just don't want to watch it because it's no. not a fetish that I'm interested in. So, like, to me, I'm not sexually attracted to it. And there's been a few movies this last couple weeks where I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, one of those, one of those wasn't was last night. No, no, I'm not even talking about movies in general. I mean, like when we went to the pay-per-view and you saw Anarchy in the Arena. Oh yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was still fun though, for sure. It was, it was. Oh man. Okay, so moving on. Adam stalks Anthony, visiting his talent agency where he is mistaken for Anthony and given a confidential letter. Discovering Anthony's apartment in Missawaga. I realize now I don't know Canadian cities. Um, Missy, hold on. Missy Sawaga? Missy Sawaga? Yo, Canada, I'm sorry if you ever listen. (laughs) Uh, Oh, sorry. Here's Here's the pronunciation. Canada land. Okay, so Adam calls the home, reaches Anthony's pregnant wife, Helen. She also mistakes Adam's voice for Anthony's and assumes it's a joke, but Adam insists he is not Anthony. That frightens Helen and Adam abruptly ends the phone call. Adam calls again later and reaches Anthony, who assumes Adam is a stalker and tells him not to call again. Helen confronts Anthony about the phone call and Adam's existence, but Anthony insists he knows nothing. Unconvinced, Helen researches Adam, discovers the college where he teaches and finds him helen is visibly stunned at his exact resemblance to her husband though adam does not realize who helen is we have now entered in both of the women yes to this movie no Each... we've entered in one of the women you you've met at this point in the movie though you have met yeah you it's have weird met. they haven't talked about adam's girlfriend it is a little strange it could be just a bad writing on the wikipedia but you have met in the movie if you're watching yes. the movie mary and helen and mary is played by melanie laurent who you know from inglorious bastards and beginners Mm -hmm. and helen sarah gadden as helen who i gotta tell you i don't know from a lot yeah me either oh (laughs) (laughs) she's in cosmopolis oh i don't know what that is at all oh no you don't but let me put it to you this way the same person who did Cosmopolis did a little movie you watched yesterday. Oh, fuck no. And guess what? It stars Robert Pattinson. So no. he's, he's gotten to both of the Twilight children. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you are. Sorry, Cronenberg. <laughs> yeah, you really shot yourself in the foot on the first go around with her. Yeah, we out. <laughs> like this is Abbas Kurosami level angry. okay so he stalks him he gets the letter figures out the apartment he calls the wife which is wild and it's such a resemblance that she thinks it's her husband on the phone and then of course she goes and finds him so that's crazy that's pretty intense of her to do that considering she's pregnant and what if it was a creepy stalker right I honestly think that might be one of the best moments in the movie is where he's on the phone with her and there's just that real real kind of like just because you know he was doing that to nobody on the phone like they yeah. AD, they ADR I'm sure the person was on the other line like reading the lines back to him but yeah like, he has to essentially play to nobody and just like how unnerving it is when you hear the shift yeah in mm-hmm. in her voice and you realize she doesn't think it's a joke anymore 
yeah like you can tell she's kind of getting like freaked out but you can also tell adam's getting kind of freaked out like he's like no 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 no. i'm not anthony and it's like you are <laughs> yeah i mean is he though i well i don't know yeah okay. we'll get there so anthony eventually calls adam and they agree to meet in a hotel room where they discover that they are perfectly identical even having the same scar adam is taken aback by anthony's direct personality says the meeting was a mistake and swiftly departs the two men begin having similar dreams or perhaps the same dream featuring first a naked woman with a spider's head and later a giant skyscraper sized spider walking am- amidst the building buildings of the city where they live the next day anthony is now stalking adam he sees adam's girlfriend mary whom he finds attractive anthony plots to accuse adam of sleeping with his wife and shame and manipulation or shame and manipulate adam into letting him sleep with mary to get even he demands adam's clothes and car keys for a night after which he promises to disappear forever adam complies anthony impersonates him and takes mary to the hotel okay well a lot happened there yeah that was that's a lot so they agree to meet this might be the other best scene of the movie yes whereas you whereas you sat there and you're like oh evil jake gyllenhaal has his hair slicked back normal jake gyllenhaal just looks a little stooped over like that yes was- though like that's like the only difference of telling if like who's evil and who's not with them you know what i mean like anthony is this uh, chic handsome movie star and adam's clearly just a fucking like tired professor you know i believe the word you wanted to say was beta male cuck but i i, I get what you I yeah what yeah, you yeah, yeah yeah you knew what i meant um, yeah I will <laughs> anthony's say this. hot adam's hot in a lazy way <laughs> i think it's hot and not or the, or the... no i can't go not because it's the same guy <laughs> yeah it's true yeah but you can be attracted to personality over like looks even if two people look similar yeah 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 confidence, confidence has a lot confidence to do does it. play into it a lot mm-hmm. i'll so say yeah. this mm-hmm. one of my favorite moments in this movie is where saint Clair is doing the talk into the mirror about how he's going to oh. convince him to, oh. which which unlocked you saying you think he does this just for fun i think they just said jake gyllenhaal do what you do for acting purposes and he was like got you like <laughs> i really do think that's how he fucking like gets ready for fucking movies (laughs) which which led us to the conversation somehow about him being one of the first people we should put into the weird posse oh yeah do you have your list did we ever figure out how many people we wanted in our weird posse list well i think i think the weird posse is an ever-growing ever-changing okay well i'm i say we stick to four my three I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say this anytime someone comes up who from now on has to be in an A24 movie. That's the only qualification they need to be in the weird posse. Because let's no. be honest. We already have my picks. I already have my picks. Well, we had two picks already. But I have my pick and I have you waiting for your mystery pick. So we're not doing that today. Well, tell us who the two we already have in are. Okay, well, we have Jake Gyllenhaal and Alexander Skarsgård. Yep, both Those very are two. much two people who I think we can agree despite being incredibly conventionally good looking they're still kind of weirdos and i think they do weird things to get into like what they do and then i have my pick and you were supposed to pick i've got mine 
Okay. Okay. We'll do it in a minute. Okay. Okay. So meanwhile, Adam goes to Anthony's apartment. Well, hold, 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 hold on. We've, we've got, we've got oh. a ton. We've got still a ton to talk about. The fact that they have the same scar. <gasps> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. To me, it's the same person. So this is where you confirm that you think this is the same guy. Yes. Because twins don't come out with the same fucking scars okay interesting that seems weird and do you think like and do you think like he just doesn't know what a mirror is what's your logic for like him seeing a second person do you think this is what i think it's like a mental thing for him okay okay yeah because there is the whole thing where saint Clair, and i think this is what you talked about later during the scene where saint Clair's wife questions about who was on the phone when he talks to him she has this accusation of it's someone who he was sleeping with, which sounds like St. Clair has been unfaithful in the past. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, he goes to like to sex clubs, first of all. First of all, you can go to a sex club and just look. You don't have to do anything. Oh, okay. Some, some people are just watchers. Still, if like your wife doesn't want you to do that, which from this movie, it seems like she doesn't want him to do that. I don't think she does either. I'm not taking Anthony St. Clair's side here. Yeah. I'm simply just saying, like, in a world with sex clubs, I mean, there are people who just stand in the back and watch. Also, too, it didn't seem like anyone was having sex. It just seemed like a nude woman was stepping on a spider. I don't know whose thing that is. Yeah, that's true. I think it's the same person. I don't know. Then there is the ending, though, which is a little bit more of, like, okay, if it's two people, what a weird way... <laughs> to like end it i guess i don't know seems weird so i'm not sure he pretty much bullies adam into fucking his girlfriend yeah i mean which yeah i'm i'm gonna say it right now even if i had a perfect copy of me that's not me fucking my girlfriend right that that is rape and yeah. i'm sorry to say it it's not good so yeah guys if you run across a twin like first of all tell tell your significant other yeah no shit that gives you a huge advantage on the other one at least yeah i don't know okay uh continue okay meanwhile adam goes to anthony's apartment in retaliation and is let inside the building concierge desperately asks anthony to take him back to the underground sex club inside the apartment adam finds a framed photo on the shelf which looks like the one he found earlier in his own house but now the photo is intact and the woman is revealed to be helen adam tries to act as anthony in front of helen but appears it appears that she recognizes his nicer demeanor. She pretends not to notice and cuddles with him. And later that night, however, Helen awakes to find Adam crying and apologizing. She tells him she prefers him and asks him to stay. They make love, which she initiates. Okay. Okay. So this- See, this is fucking wild. Now, here's where I think your theory might actually hold a little more water. I think you are correct that the double is a manifestation of his guilt. Yes. Here's the thing. I think the relationship with Mary is the infidelity. Does that make sense? So, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But then this like, next... I think we're, yeah, I think we're actually seeing that, like, take yeah. place in, like, 
a and different it might time. Not be the actual person that Anthony St. Clair slept with, but I think it's a manifestation of that. I think it's, I think we're seeing when he's fucking Mary is like what he already did. And then it's not at the exact same time. I don't think it's you, the same time. Because if you watch the sex between Adam and Mary at the very beginning of the it's movie, horrible. Is, it's, it's very like phoned yes. in and feels yes. like there's almost a guilt to it now yeah, that I'm it, thinking it, about it. It feels like they're both guilty and she's kind of upset about it because like something isn't right. And he's kind of just like, oh, sorry, I have to finish this and not really like into it as much like he is, but he isn't right. And then oh, yeah. you see Anthony and Mary and it's fucking passionate and hectic and crazy. Yeah, there's, there's mm-hmm. definitely a lot more to it too. Yeah, so Helen kind of making the choice to stay to, with Adam to say to like initiate sex with Adam is kind of wild and it makes sense because she likes the nicer more polite version of her husband you know that's true that's very he doesn't true. want the the unfaithful asshole arrogant actor you know what I mean she wants the nice one <laughs> like... yeah I mean I get it some, so, some people some people prefer that what's Mary and uh, Anthony up to so back at the hotel, Mary panics during sex when she notice Anth- notices Anthony's wedding ring mark and asks who he really is. Anthony claims he has always had the mark and she forces Anthony to drive her home. The two get into a fight in the car, which results in a high speed crash, presumably killing them both. Okay, so. And now see what I mean? Like this is kind of an interesting thing because yeah the last paragraph of this and the way the movie ends it doesn't fit if it's the same person how do you hide that move what that that ring on his finger like they're like i i don't know i like i understand it's crucial to reveal this moment and get to this part but i just don't think anyone would notice that the wedding ring the mark yeah yes they would you would notice that on me. If I had looked at you enough and long enough and played with your hands long enough, and then all of a sudden you had a wedding ring mark, yes. I guess that's true. Yes. Just as you true. would notice it on me if I all of nope. a sudden had a ring nope. mark. Nope, wouldn't notice probably. I mean, I, I can't help it. I just, I don't know if I would notice that. I'll say this though, before she panics, he is giving it to her good. <laughs> yes, he is. No, I think she's genuinely enjoying herself. Yeah. I think that ring thing just turned Threw it, it from, the ocean to, from the ocean to the Sahara. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. So the last paragraph and the end of the movie, the next day, Adam dresses in Anthony's clothes and finally opens the confidential letter he received earlier. He finds the key to the underground sex club given only to select members. He resolves to go there and tells Helen... Ooh, excuse me, that he's going out, but she doesn't respond. As he enters the bedroom, he sees instead of Helen, a room-sized tarantula cowering against the rear wall. Adam, with a resigned look, sighs. I mean, I think that's a pretty straightforward ending. <laughs> I don't know. And then that part brings me back to, I think it's one person. Well, the reason, okay, so we know the car crash happens. Yeah, because it's on the news. You hear about it as the news goes on. But I they never say who's in it. Well, now that's my question. 
did the car crash actually happen in real life with the affair and he survived it? I think Mary just crashed. I mean, that's that's the real question. I think Mary got pissed off about the wedding ring mark and she got in the car by herself. You see him in the car, though. Well, we think we see him in the car, but this is what I'm saying. What's real and what's not real? No, there's a scene where she's talking to him in the car. I know, but I'm saying is like the not reality part. Ah, okay. So you're saying this might just be in his head. In his head that he also got in the car with her and died. Okay. And I guess that could be a symbolic way too of killing Anthony. If it is one person, that could be Adam's way of killing off his infidelity. Yeah, but at least burying yep. it somehow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, wrecking it in some yep. way. Which is why uh, the next day he gets dressed in quote unquote Anthony's clothes, which are really his clothes. He sees true. the underground sex club key. He knows where to go, which is weird. That's true. It is he's, almost feels like the two halves have come to whole again. Yeah. And he tells Helen he's going out. She doesn't respond because she knows the old Anthony, it didn't actually die quote unquote and that's when he sees the tarantula which is really his guilt and that's why he sighs because he's like fuck we're right back to where we started so you think the tarantula represents his guilt yes how did you feel when that happened what which part when he opens that door and there's just a giant oh i was kind of freaked out i was like oh my god (laughs) you're like excuse me yeah Mm mm-hmm This is what Villeneuve wrote about them being about two different people. Mm. He wrote, you don't know if there are two in reality or maybe from a subconscious point of view, there's just one. It's maybe two sides of the same persona or a fantastic event where you see another yourself. So Mm -hmm. I think he's kind of playing the dickish way of saying like, could be or it could not be. It's not really my decision. This movie's made by Denny Villeneuve and you have seen... I want to say at least one other Denny Villeneuve movie. Uh, what are the other movies? He made Dune. Oh, yeah. He made Prisoners. Uh-uh, never seen. He made Blade Runner 2049. No. And I want to say there's one other one in there that I can't think. Oh, he made Arrival. No, so one. Okay, yeah. okay, so one. But I mean, Dune, pretty yeah. big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to think this is what he was doing before Dune. So he's been he's been good for a while. Yeah, that's crazy. So I, what do I, you think? You think it's one person or not? I mean, I kind of love the idea that there are two of them. Like that there okay. were two, and this is just some sort of wild event. Like, I love your theory on what it what it represents. I yeah. think that's an amazing analysis on what it represents in terms of like the message he's trying to get across to you outside of, hey, isn't this fucking weird? Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal said that he thinks that it's about a man who's married and his wife is pregnant and he's having an affair. He has to figure himself out before he can commit to life as an adult. That's fair. I buy yeah. that. So what is your favorite scene? Probably where they're talking to each other. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that is quite a good scene. Yeah. Yeah, that part's crazy. I do. Yeah, it is just, God, the tension there is there is really good. I don't know. I'm still in love with that scene where he's on the phone with her. And it just like, it slowly starts to go from like, 
I don't think either party understands what they're doing to like, oh, there's a real like uncomfortable feeling here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy though. I mean, it was a good movie though. I liked it more than I thought I would for uh, like a psychological thriller kind of movie. Well, I'm glad you said that you liked it more than you thought we were going to because our next section is grading, rating, and settling some scores. Oh. So, okay. Brianna Hickey, what did you give Enemy? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give it an A24. Oh, man. This is going to be really awkward. I'm also giving it an A24. Oh, shit. It's the first A24-7 A24 movie. Woo! <laughs> And for oh, giving it an A24 at the same time, do you know what you get? What? Some barbecue pizza. Oh, I'm good. Thank you so much. <laughs> the barbecue pizza will be donated to a charity of your choosing. It's oh, me. perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I will say, you know what I do love is the poster for Enemy, not the one with Jake Gyllenhaal's head, the yellow one. Yeah, the yellow one is quite incredible and quite creepy. It. I'll put I'll put it into the show notes. Yes, so good. And actually, it can probably be the thing that you post our, what do you call it on? Our ratings, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I'm excited to do you, once you we have, get that done. You have to find all of those again because I lost those in the text message. Oh, don't worry. I have them all saved. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I guess the only remaining question is, what are we doing on the next A24-7? What is the next one? Oh, I, I went up to the top and I looked. Yeah. And I'm so sorry, my love. Oh, no. <laughs> because in 2013, we're going to join young Miss Scarlett Johansson and director Jonathan Glazer and a cast of people who didn't know they were being filmed at times. And we're going to ask, what's under the skin? Oh, no. So you live alone? Yes. You think I'm pretty? I like a gorgeous. Come to me. darling mm-hmm. this is a lot like crimes of the future and no I, I, didn't, I didn't do that it's not as gross it's not as gross but it's that real uncomfortable yeah mm-hmm. yeah would you like me to sit this one out and you and tyler can talk about it because he'll tell you why it's good i, I no. can't tell you why it's good <laughs> <laughs> no i'm excited though uh, that's good. <laughs> Hour and 48 minutes. Let's just give you the IMDb plot synopsis. Mm-hmm. A mysterious young woman seduces lonely men in the evening hours in Scotland. However, events lead her to begin a process of self-discovery. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's not even half of what that movie's about to be. Yeah. Yikes. Yep. Well, why don't, right. you, do me a fa- why don't you do me a favor and you tell us where they can find us. Okay, well, they can find us on Instagram, and our Instagram is b and b underscore presents underscore. 
and um yeah you guys can check us out there uh it has both of our individual ones so yeah go see us there very true and before we get to the best non-A24 thing we saw this week, we should probably announce who our other two members of the Weirdo Club is. Okay. Do you want me to go? Do you want me to go first? Let's you hear your go? mystery, man. Adam Driver. Oh, okay. I picked Ryan Gosling. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And they're all, yeah. And you know what? Adam Driver is a perfect Ringo for that Beatles. He's a little weirder looking yeah. than the other ones. Yeah. But still, still like in- attractive enough. Yeah yeah exactly okay Okay. well very good well leads us to the final question of the night what was the best non-a24 thing you saw last week i know you think i have one picked but i really can't think of what you think i'm gonna pick so i'm gonna be real with you it's gonna be stranger things right now Mm, okay yeah what about you but what is mine or what was the, the one that i thought you thought well both but what was yours well, mine is the same thing as the one that I thought you thought. Oh, which one? Anarchy in the Arena. I mean, like, how you've never seen anything like that. Oh, okay. Well, I thought we were talking shows. <laughs> it can be, not it can be, it, it can be anything. It can be anything. If it's events, then yeah, did our a, Vegas did, did trip a, was... Excuse me, hold on, hold on. Did, did A24 put on Anarchy in the Arena? No, yes. that was AEW, and that's our other podcast. Okay. No, to. we will not. The shrew in AEW. You're you're the shrew, and you're just shrill towards AEW. <laughs> no, just kidding. But no, it was anarchy in the arena for me, and I understand why it's Stranger Things for you. Yes, yes. Okay. Vegas was a good trip. We went to Vegas recently. It was a blast, except uh, Ben lost his phone. But we got a new one. And I'll yes. say this too. It's a tie with uh, Area 15 as well. Oh, uh, so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to, go to Area 15, guys. Before... B&B presents A24-7. I've, of course, been your host, Ben. And I've been Brianna. And I am Brianna. Or am I? I'll leave you that up to you guys to guess who I really am. I have no out for this. This is, this, this is weird. I, I'm hoping I don't go in there and in the other room. And there's two of them. <laughs> I have to end this now. The recording's almost finished. Yeah, you said I have to. Good. Okay, cool. She has to. Stop it. <laughs> Bye.